Well, hello, hello, everybody. How are you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is episode number 176 of the S. Anthony Says podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says, also known as the show starring me, your Coco homie, S. Anthony Thomas. And my friends call me S. Anthony. And if you're listening to this, I want you to call me S. Anthony, because as I just said, my friends call me S. Anthony. Damn it. Now, I want to start this off very, very quickly by saying a couple of things. The first thing is thank you very much, not only for listening to this, but for also also for what happened last week. Last week's episode, uh, which is obviously number 175, is the second most listened to downloaded blah, blah, blah episode of all time. Exactly. In a week. It is literally the second the second biggest episode ever and climbing. Uh, it's got a ways to go to get the to get to the most listened to episode because the most listened to episode is episode 133. So and that's way up there. But this one is closing fast. I don't know if it'll catch it unless you bastards can recommend the show to a whole bunch of people, which is what you need to do. Damn it. That's right. Don't make me kick your ass. <laughs> I mean, thank you. <laughs> And I want to thank all the new people that have come along to listen to the show because there's obviously a lot of new people that that um, are listening to the show for the first time because my cool bastards, which is everybody that listens to me, uh, recommend recommended the show. And, and apparently, uh, judging by the stats, uh, people who listen to that show and then started to work their way backwards through the catalog and started to listen to some of the other stuff because a lot of the other episodes are starting, you know, there were big gigantic spikes in listenerships and downloads to those also. So I want to thank everybody for that. I really, seriously, man, I, I really, I really appreciate um, you getting the word out. Um, I appreciate all the retweets and reblogs and all that kind of stuff. And uh, thanks for, thanks for the, uh, for the kind words in the email. I mean, uh, I don't I don't read the I mean I read the email but I don't necessarily read them on air but I do read the email and I really do appreciate it very very much. Uh for the new people that don't know what the email address is the email for the show is the S Anthony says podcast at gmail.com. Uh f- feel free to send your uh words of praise and worship. <laughs> and of course nude pictures ladies only. And please <laughs> I mean uh words of praise because <laughs> I, I, I don't necessarily need the women to send nude pictures because that's wrong please do it and uh <clears throat> anyway um <laughs> this is episode number 176 thank you all are you guys ready for an episode number 176 are you ready cool because we're gonna roll that theme song now go Oh guys, I'm go- I, I gotta I gotta jump in on some stuff. I I just want to talk to you about this. This is like the real deal here. I, I really today is one of those days. Today is the seventeenth of August. You know, when I had to make a pledge to myself that I'm going to have to take my health and my fitness seriously. You know, I, I, before I get old, I want to make sure I'm back in shape again. You know, I know that there's probably some of you out there that are struggling with that, with the weight loss and the working out and the eating right and all that kind of crap. But that's really what I got to concentrate on now, because I want to be back in the shape I was in when I was in my early 20s. And I want to be in that shape. I mean, I was in ridiculously good shape back then. And I want to be in that shape again, you know. And it was really weird because at the time I didn't even have access to a gym, you know. And I have access to a gym now and I work out a little bit, 
But you know how it is. You work out a little bit and you really think you did something. You didn't do a damn thing. You did some bench presses on Monday and then three weeks later you do legs. You might as well have not done anything. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, girl, let me get your phone number. And then you call her eight weeks later and you're wondering why she doesn't want to talk to you. Or you call and she goes, I thought you'd forgotten about me. Don't worry about it, girl. I'm going to call you back to set the date. And then you don't call back to set the date. Yes, she liked you enough to give you the phone number. Yes, she liked you enough to put up with the fact that you waited so long to call her back. But eventually you're going to call that number and she's going to curse you out. And it's the same thing at the gym. You go to the gym, you do some bench pressing, you do some leg curls, you do some lat pull downs, you do this, that, the crunch machine, this, that. And you do that, and then nine weeks later, you go back to the gym. And you you realize you're exactly the same weight you were, or maybe a couple of pounds heavier. And you're going, wait a minute, I work out. No, you worked out once, you bastard. That is, if you work out once every nine weeks, that's the same as not doing a damn thing. And eventually, you're going to go, I I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to work out really hard, and this is, I'm really going to start now to tear it up. And you put the weights on that you remember you could lift when you were in your 20s, but you're not in your 20s. No, you're not. And you start trying. Trying to lift and I made that mistake again like a jackass maybe five months ago I put the weights I stacked up the weights like I used to stack them up when I was 22 23 I put them on I looked in the mirror I don't look that much older and I really don't look much older than I did when I was in my 20s I don't look much older especially when I shave my face and my head that's right you know so i'm gonna put the weights on that i used to put on back then damn it you put the brint press weights on and you push the weights up and it's really really difficult but you remember it being really difficult then of course you had the healing capabilities and the recuperative capabilities of somebody who was 22 23 years old and you're not that anymore but what the hell you did get you got 10 up you, yes you did you get the, the fly machine ah, and you squeeze you got look at all look at this, this, this three sets of 10 damn it you go to the rack and you put the weights on you do the squats yeah yes yeah, right you're strong i am i'm the man damn it I, them weights in my punk you trash talk the weights you walk up to the weight bench you look at the weights and then person next to you the person's waiting to lift the weights and he's wondering why you're calling the weights mama ho and then you walk over to the squat machine and you say disparaging the stuff about the squat machine sister yes squat machines and bench presses don't have relatives because they're inanimate objects but it's not the point you want to trash talk them because you defeated them because you're the man or the woman you did it but much like when you trash talk someone in real life The world doesn't stop and the incident doesn't stop just because you trash talk someone. I've seen people trash talk people and you look at the person that got trash talk and they have a look on their face like, oh, this is not over. Oh, no, I will remember this until revenge time. And that's exactly what happens when you stack on the weights like you stacked them on when you were in your 20s because you're not in your 20s, you dumb bastard. No, you're not in 20s anymore, lady or man. No, you're not. And you're reminded of that when you try to wake up the next day and you open your eyes up and you're going, did somebody break into the house and beat me with a bag of sharpened nickels? Did somebody do that? No, I don't think anybody did that. But I feel like somebody sharpened a bunch of pennies and nickels, put them in a bag with holes in the bag so the sharp points could actually get to me and beat me in all of my joints. 
also, I think they stole my legs because they're not moving. Then you look down and realize they're still there, but they look like crap. Why? Because you're not 20s, you dumb bastard. Because even when you were in your 20s, that top weight that you were lifting, you worked up to it. You didn't just running out of the gym without stretching and warming up and lifting that crap, you dumb bastards. But you did it this time. And now the revenge of the weights. I'm surprised the weights aren't waiting outside your house. Wouldn't that be kind of weird? You trash talk the weights like you're the man or the woman, like you actually did something. And the next thing you know, you show up and then the weights are waiting outside laughing at you sitting on the porch. Remember me? Yeah, you're the bench press machine. Yeah, remember what you said about my mother? Huh? How about that, punk? That's right. You didn't realize my cousin was lactic acid buildup, did you? How's your chest feel, stupid? I don't know how my chest feels because I can't lift my arms. Exactly, punk. Hey, squat machine, look at him. <laughs> you can't stand up straight, can you? No, actually, I can't. Exactly. I remember what you said about my sister, you bastard. Now try to drive your car and you're shaped like a, the letter P. And that's what happens. <clears throat> excuse me for clearing my throat there but i realize now just like i'm sure you realize you gotta get in shape man you gotta work out and then you gotta eat right could someone please i'm begging you scientist nutritionist make stuff that's actually healthy for people that tastes good don't you realize that, that, that that's a good thing why do hamburgers from a fast food place taste a lot better than salad with two spritzes of salad dressing on it? Nobody puts on two spritzes of salad dressing unless they're people that love being miserable and want to have an excuse in their mind for punching somebody in the face that doesn't deserve to be punched in the face. Nobody likes that. I mean, I like a salad, but I'm putting on some damn salad dressing. Now, I have some friends that are vegan, and they go, oh, ass, it's so great. I'm great. I remember when you were in your best shape. I mean, you look okay now, but it'll be really good to see you back in shape. It's great. I'm glad that you're eating more healthy and eating. Oh, that's a lot. That's a little, that's a little bit too much salad dressing to put on your salad. Shut up, vegan. Shut your mouth. I'm putting on the damn salad dressing. Yes, I know my salad is less healthy than your salad because you actually have an eyedropper to put on one drop of salad dressing on your salad, you freak. But let me tell you something right now. Even though I'm putting too much salad dressing on this salad right now, is it or is it not healthier than the Baconzilla burger from whatever the hell place that is? Well, yes, it's significantly more healthy than the double quadruple bacon burger. Then I've moved closer to you than to the bacon thing, have I not? Yes, so if, if there was a line there, I would be 70% towards you versus the bacon deal. Is that correct? Well, that is technically true. Then, then shut your mouth, vegan. Or I tie you down and I shove beef down your throat until you can't take it. I'll wait till you get drunk because you still drink and I'll wait till you pass out. I'll take five or six bites out of a hamburger. I'll put it in front of your face. I'll rub some of the sauce from the hamburger on your mouth. I'll take a picture of it. I'll blow up the picture and I'll show it to your vegan friends and tell them what a sellout punk you are. You would not do that. I will do it. Now shut your mouth, punk. I'm going to eat my salad with too much salad dressing on it. Shut up. 
I really do want to get back in shape, though. I'm at the point now where I realize that, you know, I actually started to because, like I said, because I travel around a lot, even even when I'm I'm in in home, I still have a lot of things that I have to do, not only for for the podcast and for my potential the the, the stand up show I want to I'm putting together for later on, just in general errands and things of that nature. I'm always moving and grooving, and I find myself at McDonald's, and I. I went in there and instead of buying, because I usually wind up getting a sweet tea and uh, like a cheeseburger of some kind. And I said, you know what? I'm still getting the sweet tea. Shut up, health people. Uh, But what I'm going to do. Yeah. So I'm going to say it twice. Shut up, healthy people. I'm drinking my sweet tea. Shut up. And then I I really I, I said, you know what? Instead of getting the cheeseburger, what I'm going to do, damn it, is I'm going to get the side salad. Yeah, and I got the side salad. And now in my mind, my brain is literally going, what is this? What the hell is this bull, man? What the hell happened to the damn hamburger? I mean, this is what, did we turn into a rabbit all of a sudden? Huh? Huh? Are you S. Anthony Rabbit? Come on, man. What are you doing? We're at McDonald's, bro. Okay, yeah, they sell side. If you notice, side salad, is. there's not even a picture of the side salad on the damn menu. What does that tell you? It tells you that they don't really want you buying a side salad. Yes, it says side salad, $1.29. And yeah, it's just, it doesn't have a picture of the side salad. Huh? So what does that tell you, bro? It's like when you're dating somebody and you don't introduce them to your friends. They know you have a significant other, but they also know you're always making excuses not to have your significant other hang out with them. It could be because you're you're afraid they're going to say something dopey. It could be because you don't you haven't decided whether or not you're serious about them and you don't want them to be your friends to become attached to them or then to become attached to your friends. So if it doesn't work out, you still have them in your circle of friends. and You don't want them around. Well, let me tell you something right now, man. That's the same thing with the damn side salad at mickey d's my friend yeah they have a side salad but they want the side salad to be on the down low that's right and i said shut up brain i'm trying to help you out there's enough fats in here to keep you healthy and enough antioxidants and crap in the damn salad to make us all healthy and my brain actually came out of my head and pimp slapped the shit out of me and i said that kind of hurts you need to really reattach yourself because the bodily functions kind of going to shut down because you're not attached to me anymore and the brain says i know that i'm the brain and then it went back in my head reattached itself and everything was cool so I then went and bought the side salad. I get the side salad with the French dressing and I throw it on there and I get the sweet tea, which is cool because quite frankly, they put so much ice in the sweet tea. You get four drops of tea anyway. So what difference does it make? I got bottled water in the trunk. So as it turns out, I have the, the little the four drops of sweet tea. I have the bottled water that I had in my trunk and I got the side salad. I eat the side salad and I'm not hungry no and three hours later i don't have that little weird indigestion thing going not that it's mcdonald's hamburgers that do it it's any hamburger that they do it i realize i feel actually better having eaten the damn salad this is weird i drank water and i'm not thirsty 
I feel good. I'm not. I'm, I'm hydrated. I ate the salad and I'm not hungry. And it was just a side salad. It wasn't even a big salad. It was a side salad. There's no meat in the side salad. There's only two of them little punk ass round little punk tomatoes in the side salad. I ate that and I'm not hungry and I feel good. Whoa. Shut up, vegans. I know you're smiling right now. I'm not going to become one of you yet. Not yet. I'm not even a vegetarian yet. I just cut back on the meat. Stop smiling, vegans. So I thought about that. I said, listen, dude. If that's what makes you feel better, maybe you should keep doing that crap. You ever think of that? And I realized I did lose a little bit of weight just because of the, the, the little punk ass working out I did. I mean, when I said nine weeks between workouts, that's not quite true. I need to work out like three or four days and then, you know, maybe a couple of days off and whatever. But it wasn't because I, I scheduled it that way. It's just that's what was happening. And some lady goes, did you lose a little weight as Anthony? And I said, yeah, I lost some weight. She goes, how'd you do it? And I didn't want to say I lucked into it. <laughs> I just started using the philosophy that I used back when I was in shape. And what I noticed was if you treat your diet the same way you treat anything else, you're methodical about it and it becomes part of your everyday life. You become successful. You know, it's like relationships. It's the same thing. Like if you're doing if you if you if you're dieting and exercising and every day you just think about, okay, today I'm going to eat some salads. I'm going to drink some water and I'm going to work out. I'm not worried about what happens on Tuesday. Today I'm going to work out, have this salad, drink this water and then not eat a lot of crap. And that's what I'm going to do. And you do that every day. All of a sudden, when I was in my best shape, that's what happened. I just looked in the mirror one day and I realized, holy crap, I got a six pack. Holy crap, I got big arms. Holy crap, my, my waist is tight. Holy crap, my legs are sliced up. Holy crap, I can jump over a park bench from a standing position. Holy crap, I can run three miles without even thinking about it. Holy crap, women are yelling and screaming out the window with my butt. Whoa. Holy crap, I'm now having four times as much sex with my girlfriend now. What the hell is that? And it's because I was in better shape. And the reason I was in better shape was because it was a daily thing. Today I do this, not worried about what happens tomorrow. Then tomorrow comes, today I do this, not worried about what I do tomorrow. And that's what happened. You've, whatever's working, keep doing that. Because there are people out there that do diets and they think, I'll do this 90-day workout plan and a six-day diet and everything will be great and it'll be easy and it'll be great. It's not easy. It's not easy. People, human beings are creatures of habit. It's not easy changing your habits. You've been doing it for years. You've been heavy for years. It's not going to be easy. I don't care what they tell you and those stupid infomercials about how you're going to work. You're going to do three crunches and you're going to jump up with, with Bruce Lee's stomach. It ain't going to happen. You know what's going to happen when you do crunches, when you haven't done crunches in a long time? It's going to feel like somebody punched you in the stomach and then after they finished punching you in the stomach, poured gas in your stomach and lit it on fire that's what crunches feel like if you haven't done crunches in a while or if you've never done crunches that's what it feels like you know well i did 45 minutes of cardio and now i've hip hop this and double abs this and triple abs and double ab crunch you know what it feels like to do 45 minutes of cardio when you have not done 45 minutes in cardio in years or have never done 45 minutes of cardio in years Feels like you can't breathe and you feel like crap and you're going you're about two seconds away from calling an ambulance for yourself. That's what it feels like. Guess what? That's what it always feels like when you get started. Stop lying to people in those dumbass infomercials. <laughs> I applied that that philosophy to relationships, too. 
I really did. That's why at that time I was successful in in um in the weight loss, and I realized the relationship philosophy should apply to dieting. That's what I thought. I said that's it's got to be the same philosophy because my relationships were successful. I, I don't have any ex girlfriends that hate my guts, and some of them would date me again. Why? Because when I dated them in the beginning, I was nice and I was attentive and I was cool and I treated them good and I treated them special. I treated them like they were my flower. I treated them that way in the beginning. And as the relationship progressed, I kept treating them that way. Why? Because if that's what I did to get them, I think that you have to get them every day. And what happens? They're always happy. I mean, the relationship may end for one one reason or another, but at the very minimum, when a relationship is going good, you don't have that time. And it's like, why am I with this bastard? It's none of that. You have to do what works. And I realized I wasn't doing that with my diet and exercise program. I had practical experience with what worked and I didn't continue with it. Like I said, I was methodical every day I woke up. I'm going to lift those weights every day. I woke up. Got to do those crunches every day. I woke up. Got to do that cardio. Got to hit the heavy bag. Got to kick the heavy bag. Got to run. Got to bike. Got to versa climb. Got to stair climb. I did that on a regular basis. And then when I got in shape, when I didn't have to lose any more body fat, there was no more body fat that I wanted to or needed to lose. I boiled it all down to a 45 minute routine. I could do four days a week and I maintained the six pack. Now, how did I get heavy again? I got complacent and I fell off. Well, you know, I'm already in shape. I can have this pizza. What difference does it make? I mean, look at this six pack. <laughs> look at this four pack. <laughs> well, my stomach's flat. <laughs> oh, God, I have stomach. Oh, wow. Oh. Because <laughs> those infomercials really do get, they, they make you feel like you, they make you feel like, you know, and the gym's another place. They make you feel like it, once you sign a gym membership, you actually did something. Like your ass is going to go, oh, God, he just joined the gym. He joined the gym. It's over for us. You know what? Let's just shrink down to the size he wants us to be because it's over for us. No, you don't even have to go to the gym. We're just going to we're just going to go away. Fat cells, get out. It's over. He joined the gym. He joined the gym. Yeah, he joined the gym. It's over for us. Yeah, I know it's over for us. It was a nice long run of ass jiggling. But right now we have to go back to normal and just get out of the way so we can only see the muscle and the little bit of fat that's actually healthy for him to have. No, doesn't work that way. <laughs> You got to do the work daily. So this is a, this is some, there's a lot of you listening right now. And I feel one of the best ways for me to make sure that I stay on the right track is to be guilt tripped by a, a whole bunch of you bastards who I am now pledging right now. I'm going to start today eating right and exercising and getting all this extra ass off of me. I promise that to myself and I'm saying that to all of you because I know for a fact because every time I tell you I'm going to do something, you guys check in on me and write me email. Oh, how's it going with the weight loss, buddy? You know, I'll get direct message. Did you work out today? I know you're going to do it and I want you to do it. So I'm telling you now, there's a whole bunch of you in different countries and I'm looking forward to it. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to lose this weight starting now. My goal is to get it pretty much, if not done by, let's see, this is all uh, September, October, November, December, to get it pretty much to get the majority of it done by January 1st. I won't be completely done by January 1st, but I mean, I will get to the point where most of it is done or such a big chunk of it is done by the, the beginning of the year. At that point, I'm just kind of sculpting at that point. It's going to take about that long. So that's my mission by January 1st to get a big, to get 70% of this buttocks gone. 
So if there's anybody out there like me, and I know there's some of you out there, you bastards, who need to lose some buttocks, I want to let you know, start with me today. I'm recording this on the 17th, and I'm going to upload it on the 17th. August 17th, 2015, S. Anthony pledges to get back in shape, and he wants to get 70% of it done by January 1st. I don't, It will never happen. I can't get it all done by the 1st, but I can get, according to my math, I can get 70% percent of it done by the first of january are you with me are you with me damn it i want you to be with me when i make this move when i get back to where i need to get back to are you gonna do it with me of course you're gonna do it with me so let's do it (laughs) segment over folks let me ask you a question What's your favorite type of performer i know what you're thinking podcasters and you mean me but other than that Do you like magicians? I like magicians. I've always been impressed by magicians. I mean, I like other comics and podcasters. And I like, you know, uh, singers and all that kind of stuff. But there's something extra cool about a magician. Because they make, you know, magic shows are just kind of cool to see. You know what's a trick. You're trying to figure out how they do the trick. You can't figure out how they do the trick. And it's really, really cool. Now, I know some magicians, obviously, because I'm in, quote, show business, unquote, and I've been a comic for a long period of time and I've done shows all over the place, you know, Atlantic City, blah, blah, blah. And, I, you know, so I know some magicians personally and it's really weird. Magicians always say things like, I will will never divulge my secrets. And what they mean is they're not going to divulge their secrets to the public. But if you know them personally, oh, hell yeah, they'll tell you your secrets. I know about five or six magicians who, whenever I was on a show with them, couldn't wait to tell me how their tricks work. <laughs> I remember one guy, I do, I'm doing a show with this guy, and he, I said, I love that trick where you do the, I'm not going to say what the trick is because it would identify him. But I, I like that thing when you do with the whoop de whoop and the blip de blam, and he goes, oh, yes. He, he said, it's, uh, it's actually, it looks, it looks complicated, but it's actually quite simple. And I go, you got to be kidding me. Then he explained to me how the, the trick worked, and I went, what? That is that? That's it? And he goes, yeah. I go, good lord i said it looks super duper impressive to the audience he goes it is but i mean it's you only have to do this 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 and this it was like you know and i go he goes i could show you how to do this trick right now and i go there's no way i do he says yes i could get you i could i could have you doing this exact trick in seven minutes and i go okay come on i said yeah all right i looked at my watch i said go and he explained and he showed me push this twist that this that move this this that that you put the hand you move your hands over here to distract him and you do put this put that and twist this that 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 and I go, he goes, I said, okay, now here we go. And he walked away and he said, go, do it. And I go, all right. And I did, you know, his little spiel that he always does. Oh, and then this, that, you know, and I, you know, threw in a couple of my little funny jokes. <laughs> but then he goes, can I have that? I go, yeah, you can have the jokes. And Lord, what am I going to use those two jokes? You know, <laughs> you know, I'm not doing this trick. And then I do this and it works perfectly. And I go, wow, that's pretty impressive. I was amazed at how this amazing looking trick was this simple if i could tell you what it was it's just so if if i would if i could show you the trick on on video and then say he's only doing this 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 and this you'd go you gotta be kidding me there's no way in the world he could do that but it's impressive very very impressive now the reason i said that is because the most impressive magicians i've ever run across were not the ones on the stage oh no those guys are good those ladies are good but no the most impressive magicians are the ones you meet in real life 
and you're going, I've never met a magician in real life. And I'm telling you, you have met magicians in real life. You may not know you've met a magician in real life, but I'm telling you, you've met a magician in real life. Yes, you have. In fact, they've done a trick where you participated in the trick. You were an unwilling participant in the trick. You didn't want to be have any part of it at all. In fact, you may not have even known you were participating in the trick, but I'm telling you, you participated in the trick anyway. And I would like to tell you what the trick is. The magician was mad at you and magically, poof, you became an asshole. Now, you're probably going, I'm not an asshole. No, I didn't say you actually were an asshole. They think you're an asshole. They get mad at you because you didn't do what they want you to do. And now you're an asshole to them. Isn't it amazing? You ever have somebody you, you, you legitimately can't do what they want you to to do and you even give them a legitimate reason and they do you ain't you asshole i can't believe you're not going to do what i am and that's what they sound like i'll give you an example i'm driving a relative someplace to see another sick relative you know, when we don't know what's going on with this person, you know, and I'm pretty sure he, I, mean, I don't think he's going to pass away or anything like that, but he's not in the best of health and we're just checking on him. Lady walks up the street. I'm sitting in the car waiting for the relatives to finish talking and I'm, you know, just sitting there reading the newspaper because I wanted to give them some time to talk because talk alone, you know, give them some privacy because I already did all the talking I needed to do. Hey, what's going on? This, that, this, that, this, that. And I got in the car. Lady walks up to the car and she's on the passenger side of the vehicle. Now, as it turns out, the motor in that specific side of the car in that specific door isn't working properly. It's working intermittently. Sometimes the window goes straight up and down and sometimes the window gets stuck halfway down or all the way down. So I decided until I have time to take it to the mechanic, because, you know, that's going to take a long period of time until I have time to take it to the mechanic and have them put just put another new motor in the door. I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to roll it up and it stayed up. So she comes up and she's talking at me. Now, at the particular time she's talking at me and I said not to me at me, I'm actually on my Bluetooth talking to my relatives again because something's going on and I'm a little concerned about it. So we're having a conversation. You could probably look at me and see that I was having a conversation that was kind of important. So she's talking. I didn't even notice her at first. I look over and I point to my Bluetooth to let her know that I'm talking. Now, usually people see a person talking. You point to the Bluetooth, you point to your phone and they go, oh, OK, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll leave you alone. You know, you ever go to, you know, when you go to the door, when some religious people come to the door or someone's a salesperson that comes to the door or someone you just don't want to talk to comes to the door. You hold up the phone in the window and they go, oh, OK, okay. and then they just go away. That's what a normal person does. They realize I need to leave this person alone because I don't even know them. I'm going to leave them alone. But this person is keep talking and talking and talking and talking and i'm trying to let the person know I'm trying to let this lady know that that window's broken and i'm on the phone and so the person on the phone says hold on i'll be right back so now i'm not talking to the person on the phone anymore and i can divert a little of my attention to this stranger who's walking up to my car who i've never seen before and don't know and don't know why they're trying to get my attention 
And because I didn't react quickly enough to this person who I don't know who was interrupting my conversation that a normal person would look at me and see is rather important, she calls me an effing a-hole and an effing d-head. That's what she said. Now keep in mind, she is asking me for something. I don't know what it is yet because I motioned to her to come around to the other side of the car and she didn't do it. She was too busy talking into the window so I couldn't hear her. And she's walking around effing a whole D head effing effing Q and effing effing M and L and effing effing and effing 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 just cursing the crap out of me. And I'm looking at her going, how is someone that is asking me for something going to use profanity at me? And then have the nerve to still still want the thing. So she walks around the car and she asks for directions. That's what she interrupted me for. Keep in mind, there's about 25 people on the street. You know, people that aren't in the car, people that aren't on the phone having a conversation that's obviously important to them. But she chose me because, well, when she needed the information, I just happened to be physically closer. She comes around the side of the car. She asks for directions. And the place she's going to is literally not only is it within walking distance, it's within seven to ten minutes walking distance. I give her the directions. She didn't even say thank you. Keep in mind, she knows I heard her and saw her call me an effing a-hole and an effing d-head. And she walks away. Didn't even say thank you. And I actually gave her the correct directions, which I. In hindsight, I wish I had given her directions in the exact opposite direction. But somehow, magically, poof, just like that magician in Atlantic City, poof, magically, she showed me a trick. It was a very simple trick. She saw me. I didn't react quickly enough. And once you did this, 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 and this, poof, I magically became an effing D-A-hole and an effing D-head. It was an amazing transformation. I didn't even see the puff of smoke. I didn't even see the dancing girls. I didn't hear the applause of the audience because it was an amazing trick because I have never been an effing a-hole or an effing d-head. Never. I've been called it before, but I've never been it. But somehow with her magical powers, somehow I got transformed into that. Now, when a magician does a trick in Las Vegas, at the end of the trick, they show that everything is cool and everything is great. See, the woman was not sawed in half. See, the kid was not set on fire. See, the elephant is still alive. See, the lion is now in the cage and now it's gone and now it's back. There's a resolution to it, but there was no resolution to her. Her magic trick, she turned me to an effing a-hole and an effing d-head and walked away. Didn't even leave any kind of resolution to the magic trick she just performed. If she had just said, you know what, I'm sorry, I was just really in a hurry, I really just needed to get to this place, I'm sorry, I didn't know that you couldn't hear me, I'm sorry, I didn't know that you were on the phone, I apologize for that, that would be the equivalent of the magician going, see, she's not sawed in half, see, the lion is fine, see, see, everything is back normal, is this your card, of course it is, hey, open up that lemon, see, your $20 bill was inside the lemon, that would have been the resolution of her amazing magic trick of turning me, a person who has never been an effing a-hole or 
for an effing D head. It would have been the resolution to the magic trick. It would have restored everything back to normal. But she decided not to do that. She let the magic trick stand. She didn't bring the lion back. She left the woman in two pieces. She didn't say, is this your card? She says, you know what? I don't care if I find your card. I'm out of here. <laughs> but that's just the most amazing thing in the world. When somebody asks, is asking something for you and you don't reply or react fast enough and they get mad at you and call you names. That's kind of arrogant, man. If you really think about it, because think about it. I don't know you. If, I, if I'm a person that doesn't know you at all and I walk up to you and you're having a conversation with somebody, I'm not going to bother you. If you're on the phone, I'm not going to bother you, especially if I have other options like the other 25 people that were outside. And they're looking at her from the outside of the car. All they see is a woman talking into a car, calling a guy an effing a-hole and an effing d-head. She walks away without the resolution and they're all looking at me. And because all the information that they have comes from this woman, I didn't say anything loud enough for them to hear. All they see is a woman walking away from a car, calling, I mean, walking towards the car and walking around the other side of a car, calling a guy an effing a-hole and an effing d-head and screaming it. Now, since you only have half of the information, if you see that happening, what do you think of the person in the car? You're thinking the person in the car must be an effing a-hole or an effing d-head. I mean, why would she scream that if he wasn't? I mean, think about it. If you're rolling down the street and you don't have any information whatsoever and you see somebody get out, walk around the car to this and going, you effing a-hole, you effing d-head, you effing m and f and q and f and m and l and f and f and q and z and f and dollar sign forward slash f and ellen and then walking away i'm gonna think that guy in a car must be an f and m and ellen f and m and ellen q and dollar sign percentage sign forward slash asterisk f and m and what an f and m and eller that guy that woman i'm sure she's not just an irrational person who decided to take out her frustrations on a stranger who she just happened to come across i'm sure everything she said about this person is completely valid because <laughs> that's the impression she left with people when she walked away from me you know and that's kind of that's i was like oh man you know, so what I got to do, get out of the car and explain to people, excuse me, uh, random people that I don't know that I probably won't see again. I just want to let you know that I was actually on the phone uh, discussing uh, uh, further hospital things for my relative. When this person that I do not know at all walked up to my car, was talking to me and distracting me from a very important, very important conversation. Had she been paying attention to me at all and shown any compassion as a human being towards my feelings and what I was doing, she would have noticed that I was having a conversation that was a tad important and would not have even asked me for directions when, of course, if she had walked another five or six yards, she would have run across you fine people. I just want to let you know right now that I gave her what she wanted, which was directions. I didn't give them to her as fast as she would like me to, because, as I said, I was on the phone handling something that was rather important. She then proceeded to call me. Well, you heard what she called me an F and M and F and L and random letters and, and, and symbols person to indicate the, uh, uh, profanity. Which she actually didn't say M and F and L and she actually said the words. I'm sure you, you know that because you were here looking at me. It's not like you're my podcast audience having it being discussed a day later. <laughs> but I want to let you know right now that quite frankly, uh, I've never been that. I've never been an effing a-hole or an effing d-head, never. Um, 
and I want to. I just want to let you. I want to let you know that right now. Now, how many people here, um, by by raising your hands, actually believe uh, that woman? Well, I should say, how many of you actually believe that I was an F and M and L and F and M and all of those other kind of things? How many of you believed I was the things that she described? And you thought that because I mean, just because you heard her side of the, the story, how many of you think before I got out of this car and you saw how cute and charming I am? How many of you actually thought that that was an accurate depiction of me as a person who you couldn't even see because she was yelling into a car by a show of hands? Wow. All 25 of you. That's amazing. It's amazing. You see, in today's society, my friends, we have to. And this is very, very similar to social media. We have to make sure we check the sources of our information. Now, you were just giving a little bit of information. You saw a woman yelling in a car, and you did not. You didn't even see me. All you saw was a woman yelling into a car, using profanity, and walking away in a huff. But I want to let you know right now, folks. I'm giving you new information. Everybody, you can put your hands down now. By the way, now keep in mind. Like I said, I was on the phone talking to a relative. Uh, it was very, very important. I was trying to, like I said, set up hospital stays and get medicine set up like that. And the person had had several trips to the hospital uh, in an ambulance recently. And we wanted to make sure that it never happened again. And the, the person's in kind of fragile health. And so I was basically trying to set that up. And she interrupted that conversation. And I, I have to admit, I was a little distracted. I didn't notice her at first. So obviously I didn't react the way she wanted me to, meaning to stop what I was doing and converse with her. So when there was a break in my conversation, I did, of course, give her what she wanted, which was the directions that she used. Accurate directions, by the way. And when she walked away after cursing at me, she never, ever, ever said even thank you. So now with this new information, how many people here still think that I'm an M and F and L and F and L and M and F and F and F and F and thing dollar sign person? Ha ha. Only one person. Wait a second. You rode here with me. Why are you? Oh, you. Oh, oh, that's my, that's my relative that actually I was talking to on the phone and uh, he's just giving me a hard time. So basically, the other 24 of you, I didn't even know you were standing there. Why didn't you get in the car? I mean, you, you saw the lady cursing at me. With the, I mean, uh, you thought it was funny. Uh, you can be catching the bus home. Anyway, the other 24 of you who aren't my jackass relative, how many of you, you move over? Come over. I don't want you standing with the other. I want to just see their hands. Why? Are you, what are you doing? You 24, how many people with the new information still think that I'm an M and F and L and none of you? Fantastic. So what I would say, folks, is use this information. Use this as a life lesson. Don't just get a little bit of information and assume the person is an M and F and L and F and L and Q and M and F and a hole F and D head and all that kind of stuff. Make sure you pay attention to what's going on. Maybe ask questions or say, maybe I don't know all the information and that's what's going on. Okay. So my relative gets back in the car. I get back in a car and we drive away. And because I got out of the car and and let the people know what actually happened, I use my magic of powers to poof turn myself back from an effing a-hole and an effing d-head which that lady's magic had magically transferred me into in front of these people and i turn myself back into the charming cute wonderful person that i am now in fact as i drove away from those 24 people they said you know what s that lady herself, because of what she did to you, was an M and F and Q and M and F and L and M F and M F and D head a hole. And I said, you know what? You're right. And as I pulled away, I realized my magical powers were even more great than I thought. She turned me into an M and F and Q and M and F and L and a hole. I turned myself back 
from all of that into the wonderful, charming, cute, incredible person that I am. And as I drove away, I had transformed her into all the things that she had said about me. That's right, people. Don't ever underestimate the power of the mighty S. Anthony Thomas. I have magic, damn it. <laughs> Segment over. Okay, guys, let me ask you a question. Have you ever used a bidet? How many people out there have actually used a bidet? I'm wondering. I have never. I had never used a bidet before. I knew what they were. I was familiar with them. And quite frankly... I was considering actually getting one myself. Now, I'm not talking about one of those expensive ones that you get, you know, I'm talking about ones that, you know, the kind of ones where you can actually hook it up yourself, you know, in the, uh, there's ones you, you can get them from, from like uh, the regular hardware type stores or, you know, those big box hardware stores. Um, and you can get the, the kit and you need a couple of simple tools from what I understand. And you, you, can, you can actually, you don't even need to be a plumber. You literally just put this here and screw that, this, that, and the other one and put it on yourself. And I was considering doing it. But I had, you know, it was in the back of my mind, but I hadn't thought about it. And, you know, you think about doing something and it's going to be something that you think is kind of cool and it sits in the back of your mind, but then life takes you away from it and it's not there in the forefront of your mind anymore. Well, that's what happened with that. So I go to a friend's house and he has one of those. I didn't know at the time. I just knew that I was talking. I said, look, man, I said, before we get out of here, let me use your bathroom, man. You know, no problem. So I go, up, I go upstairs in his bathroom. I get in his bathroom. I begin taking care of business, if you know what I'm talking about. And uh, I'm finished taking care of business and I reach and I'm reaching. I'm still sitting there and I'm reached to the, the, the sink is to my left and it's close enough for me to reach it. Something oh, I must have the toilet paper under the sink. So without getting up, I reach over, open the door and I look under there and there's everything under there but the toilet paper. And then I notice there's no thing on the wall to hold the toilet paper rolls. And I'm thinking, what the hell is going on? So I yell at him, hey, man, come on, man. You know, uh, where's the toilet paper? You don't have any toilet paper now. He's one of those guys that's, that pranks you. You know, he'll he'll do pranks, Skype crap, but he's the kind of guy that doesn't hang on to a prank too long. Like, I was expecting him to go, there's no toilet paper. And, you know, and then he'd laugh. Like, five or six seconds later, he'd laugh, and then I'd see the door open, and maybe a hand would come in with a roll of toilet paper, and he'd throw it to me, and then I would do what I needed to do, clean myself, and then leave. That's what I thought was going to happen. But he's he's laughing, and it's 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes. I'm going... What the hell is going on here? And I'm sitting there going, this is not, he's not a two minute prank guy. What the hell? I said, this is, why am I in this situation where he graduates from being the five to six second prank guy to the two minute prank guy? And I'm getting annoyed. I'm going, dude, seriously, come on, man. He goes, no, 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 no. Just listen, hear me out. I'm going, dude, if I don't hear some toilet paper coming out, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to be hearing me go too bad about your curtains and you, the, the, too bad about the damn shower curtains. He goes, oh, come on, man. So he tells me, he says, he says, look down at the toilet. I said, I'm, I look down and I notice there's, there's some buttons on the side. There's a little flip top thing there. He said, flip it up. And I flip it up and there's buttons and numbers and everything on there. And he says, I'm push this, 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 and this. And I go, oh, this is a BOS. Yeah. And I said, I said, oh, it was a bidet. I didn't know that. He goes, he says, you know what a bidet is, jackass. And I go, yeah, I know what a bidet is, but I never used one before. He goes, oh, really? Oh, you're going to love this shit. That's, that's what he said. And I'm going, nice choice of words, douchebag. So he goes, okay, push. And he tells me a sequence of things to push. And I push the button. And you hear this. You hear that little sound. And then you hear. And then this, you look between your legs and this tube comes up. And he says, you got to, he says, he says, uh, I know you're working out. 
but it's set for a no, it's set for see it's set for me and my wife and we're both in shape and your ass is a little big so you press three <laughs> I'm still gonna wipe my ass on your curtains so I press three and he goes he says, but but uh he says he says whoa he says, don't you know what don't press three yet press and he gives me another button to press and basically it's to change the water temperature you press four for warm or whatever the hell it was i pressed that he says now press the three up top and i press the button and this thing shoots water onto my buttocks at a high rate of speed and i gotta be honest with you it wasn't very very pleasant yeah that's right it's funny if you're if you're in a if you're in a pool when a jet's hitching the buttocks it's not that pleasant but somehow sitting in this position it was extremely pleasant that's right i said it so you get the warm water blasting your buttocks and rinsing it real good and i'm going i'm liking this and he says if you like that buddy where do you like this and he gives me another sequence things i hit the things and the sequence goes down and all of a sudden that tube goes back in and you can hear it cleaning itself all right and then another thing comes out or maybe it was the same thing i don't know i was enjoying the freshness of the buttocks and it opens up and then well not hotter but more than warm not hot but not warm somewhere in between air hits the buttocks my buttocks and i gotta be honest with you it was very pleasant and i'm going this is the greatest i just had my buttocks thoroughly rinsed and now my buttocks is being thoroughly dried i'm liking it and then after the dryer goes back in and you know uh, 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 and I didn't even know that the, the uh, bidets actually had this feature before I got up the, the bidet actually said nice ass buddy and I'm going whoa the bidet just said I had a nice ass and he goes it never said that with me and I said that's because you don't have a nice ass and I do so I get up and I we go on about our, okay the, but the bidet didn't say nothing about my buttocks it just said yum. <laughs> that also didn't happen. Screw you people. Anyway, so <laughs> so I, and I realized that was kind of a cool thing, and it was really weird. It must be the is it, and it's like it was really weird going back to my the next time I had to go to the bathroom, going to my regular toilet, and I never had complaints about my toilet before, but it didn't wash and dry my buttocks. No, it didn't, and it didn't even say nice ass. Okay, granted, the bidet also didn't say nice ass, but it should have said it because I got a cute, a cute little butt. Anyway, <laughs> so it didn't say anything, and it didn't rinse me off or dry me off, and I looked at my toilet with disgust on a regular basis. I'm sitting there going, look at you, toilet. When I finish using you, I still got work to do because you don't do your job. I know technically you are doing your job, but you're not doing really doing your job because I've been had I had the bidet and the bidet blows you away. You just moving stuff out of the house, bastard. While that other thing was moving stuff out of the house and cleaning, bastard. You make me sick, toilet. But I thought about it, man, and I was like, I really need that sensation of having something put warm water on my buttocks and drying my buttocks. I like it. I need that sensation again, damn it. And my toilet wasn't doing it. And I know I shouldn't have been so mean to my toilet. My toilet's done a great job over the years. I mean, it suffered through my disgusting pig friends with their beer buttockses and 
pizza, hoagies, swallowing buttocks, and I know it's had to put in some serious work with those slobs, you know, but I'm, and it did it fine. So, you know what, Toilet, I'm sorry about dishing you. I shouldn't dish you. You know what I should do? I should just go to one of those big box stores and turn you into the kind of bidet that my friend had. I shouldn't blame you. You know what I'm saying? It's like taking you and sending you back to school for a specific course of studies to improve your performance in a specific area. I can't get mad at you. It's not your fault. It's my fault for not giving you the tools that you need. And my toilet said, thanks, man. I appreciate that. (laughs) My toilet did not say that. Anyway, but I thought about it, man. I was like, you know, yeah. I really, I really enjoyed the sensation of the warm water on the buttocks and the heat drying of the buttocks, you know, and the store was closed and I wanted that sensation now. I didn't feel like waiting until the store opened up the next day. I wanted that sensation right now, damn it. So what I did was I put the bowl of water in my microwave, plugged my microwave in and then taped the bowl of water in the microwave to my exposed buttocks. I figured, here we go. It'll heat the water up. I'll get the warm water on my buttocks, you know, and then the microwave will the heat from the microwave will then dry my buttocks and it'll do it a lot faster. I mean, it's a microwave, man. The microwave is going to be a lot faster than that blow dryer, the buttocks blow dryer. So this is the best of two worlds, man. Maybe I should even throw some popcorn in there and kill, you know, three birds with one stone, man. You know, I should. I, that, there you go, you know. And I know you're thinking, why would you put a bowl of water in the, in the microwave and then tape your buttocks to the microwave? And I'm saying, I would say to you, I just told you why you weren't listening. Anyway, five minutes later, I'm in the ER. Well, not five minutes later, five minutes of this. Then I call the ER. I call the ambulance. The ambulance shows up and they go, dude, well, you got a microwave and water tape to your ass. And I'm going, he goes. And I said, well, uh, I, I, gave, I was trying to give some bullcrap excuse. And then I see the two guys who were, in, who were from the ambulance walk away and they started talking to each other. Well, they started talking to each other after laughing and pointing at me and miming a grown man with a microwave and bowl of water taped to its buttocks. They were miming it and pointing at me. And then they came over and I said, and I said, you were laughing at me. And they said, we were not laughing at you. And I said, you were laughing and you said, ha, 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 microwave on your ass. And then you put your hands behind your ass to simulate the way that I'm walking now with my scalded microwaved ass. And then I'm, I'm assuming you were talking about me. And I, I'm, I, I know you were. And then they said to me, listen, buddy. You went to your friend's house or somebody else's house or a hotel and you experienced the warm water and wonderful drying powers of the bidet. And I said, how'd you know? And he goes, you think you're the first person to put a bowl of water in a microwave and tape it to your ass, buddy? We see this at least six times a week. And I said, you know what? Thanks, man. I feel better that that you told me that because I, mean, I, I feel like a real fool and now my neighbors are all pointing at me laughing and saying see you on world star <laughs> you will not see don't put that shit on world star if I'm, I'm gonna go on world star when i'm out of the hospital and i'm gonna check s anthony with microwave and bowl of water taped to its buttocks i'm gonna check for that you better not see it you bastards <laughs> it's probably gonna be on world star anyway <laughs> 
And then I said, thank you, guys. Thank you, ambulance guys, for telling me that you do it, that this is happening six days a week. And they put me in the ambulance, and I'm in the ambulance with the microwave still taped to my buttocks. And they closed the door, and one day, I, you know, sometimes you're in the ambulance for a while while they're talking because they realize what's happening is, is serious, but it's not life-threatening. And I hear them talking, and the guy goes, I've never in my life seen a dude with a bowl of water and a microwave oven taped to his ass because he likes a bidet. This guy's a complete jackass and a fool. But we had to come up with that story to make the jackass feel better. And then I yelled out the window. I heard that. And they say, well, it is what it is, stupid. And they drive me to the ER. But I think they were actually, they must have been new or something. Because when they put me into the AR, the people in the ER put me on the gurney and they didn't even laugh. They wheeled me to a place in the back and it actually had a sign above the door that said special ER for dudes who tie microwave ovens and bowls of water to their buttocks because they like bidets and didn't get a chance to get one. Now, if they have a sign in the ER like that, it means I'm not the only one that did it. Those stupid bastards and damn people and the stupid damn ambulance people judging me can't believe it like I'm the only person that likes a bidet and tape the bowl of water and microwave to his buttocks to simulate it like I'm crazy like I'm doing something stupid I say they're stupid right now how many of you my, my beautiful bastards how many of my bastards out there you how many of my bastards have done that come on Put your hands up. Tell me how many of you have used the bidet and to simulate the wonderfulness of the water on the buttocks and the drying of the, the heat. How many of you raise your hands and tell me how many of you guys have actually done that? There's several thousand people and not one hand. OK, I am embarrassed. Um, <laughs> Segment over. Well, folks, this has been another episode of the S. Anthony Says podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says, starring yours truly, S. Anthony Thomas. And I want to thank you guys once again for all the love, all the support, all the spreading the words. It means a lot to your friend. And that guy that I'm referring to is me. So thank every last one of you. Um for those of you that are new, I know the, I know the, there's a whole bunch of you that got, we know what your damn email address is, jackass, and we know what your damn Twitter is and all that crap. We follow you already. Well, guess what? I got to tell the news, pe- the new people, damn it. New people, if you, please do me a favor and follow me at, at S. Anthony Thomas on Twitter. Follow the podcast's Twitter at, at S. Anthony Says. And of course, once again, the email address is the S. Anthony says podcast at Gmail dot com. Thank you once again for all of uh, all, like I said, spreading the word, the retweets, the reblogs and all that kind of stuff. And all that. I really appreciate that. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, OK. Uh, also, special note on September 18th. I'm going to be, rec- be uh, recording an episode uh, with the Salty Language podcast. You know, so make sure that you check that out. I don't know exactly what their schedule is regarding when that episode will air. But of course, I will make it a point to let you bastards know when I'm going to be on the podcast. You can go and listen and I retweet them anyway. And I've listened to their show when I dig it. So listen to the damn show anyway. okay? I mean, I want more of you to listen when I'm actually on. I mean, it's going to make me look good. (laughs) No, you're fully yourself. Shut up. Now, listen. But as far as the Salty Language podcast, like I said, I'm going to be recording an episode with them on September 18th. I don't know when it's actually going to air. And uh, hold on for a second. Let me check something out before I uh, finish uh, talking about that. Show me check my bank account here. Uh, 
let's see payment for getting to talk to me in person uh, I, I, apparently I don't see the uh, I don't see the payment from the uh, Salty Language podcast for getting to talk to me personally well maybe I won't be on September 18th I told those bastards either you pay up or you don't get to talk to Mr. Thomas because I, char- I don't talk to anybody for free damn it yeah that's right you think I mean come on salty language podcast did you really think I wasn't going to check my bank account and see whether or not you bastards gave me my talk directly to you money huh I mean come on like I said I don't talk to anybody for free my mother I don't talk to my mom for free she called me the other day talking about s I want to discuss something with you and I said hold up hold it mom wait a second then I checked my bank account and then she had, you know, the payment had cleared. And I said, OK, mom, according to this, the amount of money you actually sent me to talk to you, you got 17.4 minutes to talk directly to me. After that, you got to send me email and I'll get around to it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do not make my mom pay me for talking to me. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> she pays monthly. And I'm telling you right now, she keeps, she better stop paying late because I'm going to take the 17.4 minutes she gets and I'm going to knock the point four off and she's only going to get the 17 minutes. So she's going to call me up saying, hey, S, I want to talk to you. This is your mom. And I'm going to go, I know this is my mom. I'm going to start calling you my mom, the person who has not made her monthly payment to talk to me directly and have her name legally changed to that. <laughs> Okay, I would not do that to my mom. I would not do that at all. She gets a discount for talking to me. Now, listen, <laughs> in all seriousness, uh, I look forward to talking to these guys. I look forward to it because, like I said, I, I, when I listen to a show and I dig it and I get a chance to be on it, I think that's pretty damn cool. You guys better have that payment by the 18th. You be talking to nobody. You understand what I'm saying? And if I don't get my payment from talking directly to you, I'm going to send my dudes over to take care of business. Okay, you asked Courtney over at the Quadcast podcast. His payment didn't come up, and I had a couple of dudes smack him around a little bit. Dan Lizette knows he's still in hiding because he was one dollar short on his payment to me. Podcast Digest. Yeah, that's right, Dan. We're going to find you and get that one dollar from you. Don't think I don't know. You told me where you live, damn it. I'll have the boys over there. That's right. Hold on for a second. What was that? No, the podcast uh, quadcast is paid up now. Oh, okay, well then tell the hit squad not to go over there and smack Courtney around anymore. I don't want to. I like him too much. And don't beat Swanee up either. I don't want that. I like him too. He's he's kind of cool. Don't don't beat them down. You can still beat up Dan Lizette. Hold on, what? Dan paid. Oh, okay. And he's cool too. Never mind. But you, with the salty language podcast, you better have the hold on. Oh, they paid up too. Oh, cool. Anyway, I'll be on the uh, September, uh, September 18th. I'll be on the Salty Language Podcast. Uh, so make sure you check that out, too. Cause those guys are the greatest. <laughs> In all seriousness, I look forward to talking to you guys. I look forward to being on the show. And uh, I had fun talking to you guys, my bastards, this week. Thank you very much. Thank you for what you did last week. I uh, hope you enjoy the show that you just listened to before this stuff. This, this ramble at the end here. Thank you very, very much. I will see you guys next week with number 177. Much love to every last one of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you do. I really appreciate you. See you on the Salty Language Podcast on the 18th, my brothers. And uh, as far as everybody else, I'll see you next week. S. Anthony. Out.
time.